Hello and welcome to Newbie episode 25. I'm Nora, I'm joined by Autumn. That's me. Autumn's joined by Curly. Hello. Curly's joined by him. Hi. We're here uh, again. We took some weeks off. Yeah. By accident. Some by accident. <laughs> uh, Ruby kept going, though. It d- it sure did. Is the one that came out today, like, the finale? No yes, idea. I it think is? so. Okay. Okay. So, next episode of Newbie will be the last one. We're never For covering now. Ruby again. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know, it could, be, it could happen. <laughs> the way we set this up originally was that I was going to record on Wednesdays when I'm off with whoever was available. And then, in this season... Autumn became so invested that they were like, no, yeah. but I want to be on it, though. Yeah. And that's the real reason. that You're the criminal. I... <laughs> it's my podcast. I was here first. <laughs> it's our podcast. Yeah. What are you talking about? <laughs> I'm the one who introduced you to Ruby so that you could follow up with me. <laughs> That's how that happened. I know. I just... I... Whatever. <laughs> Evan and Curly are also here. Still. <laughs> yep. Still are. Despite everything. <laughs> and it was quite the everything. Uh, you want me to vamp while you put up some episode summaries from It's going to take like three more seconds. I know. Um, I'm just filling the dead I air. I don't really. I don't think there's really going to be any dead air. There was episode eleven. <laughs> there literally wasn't. Episode eleven is risk. Marrow departs the Aesops over Ironwood's plan, and Winter arrests him. While Crow plans to kill Ironwood despite Robin's protest. John heals Nora, and she makes up with Ren, who admits he loves her. She fucking just sighs and looks away. Ruby starts to despair after telling Yang that Summer was likely turned into a Grim like the Hound. John uses a semblance to amplify Penny's aura, temporarily stopping the virus. Ozpin reconciles with the group, and Emerald officially joins their side. As Ruby devises a risky plan involving surrendering Penny to Ironwood, Neo meets with Watson Cinder. That's not... Yeah, she does, okay. Yes. She does walk up to them, technically. Yes. We are given to understand that machinations are happening. Do you, you want me to read the other synopsis and we can just talk about all of it at once? I, yeah, let's do that. Episode 12, Creation. Winter frees Marrow to help Crow and Robin intercept the bomb, subduing the Aesops. Emerald uses her semblance to help John's team. Oscar and Winter defeat Ironwood, reaching the vault. Team Ruby asks the staff's guardian, Ambrosius, to save Penny from the virus by excising her robotic aspects to make her human, causing the staff to release Atlas City, which starts collapsing onto Mantle. To evacuate the citizens, Team Ruby has Ambrosius create interdimensional doors linking the two cities to Vacuo, unaware that Cinder is in the crowd, and Ambrosius warns them not to fall into the void below the paths. So somebody's definitely got to fall into the void below the paths next time, right? Probably. <laughs> uh, like Watts. Oh, that would be sick. It's going to be Crow. <laughs> Could be Crow. That's how I have to, I have to sit on my hands for this one. I know who it is. <laughs> <laughs> You could have just not said anything. <laughs> They're sitting on their hands, not their mouth. 
Um, that would be challenging. Ozpin, Ozpin interrupts the big staff meeting to be like, I'm sorry, I didn't trust everyone. Uh, that was on me, my bad. And literally every character goes, it's okay, it's hard to trust. The only reason they're not trustful is because adults like him were fucking with them for seasons. Yeah, this was this was a really weird like bit. Because yeah. like, I, th- I think the rest of the scene like broadly worked, and I thought like emeralds really cheesy like don't give up as soon as i change sides bit really worked for me yes and to have it yeah. spin around and be like and now we've reconciled with ozpin like why <laughs> <laughs> fuck that guy yeah he's that guy still they all looked at each other hesitantly and then we're like no ozpin's okay why can't like, ambrosia mm-hmm. separate them the way that he separated penny from the virus that would be fun they didn't ask i assume yeah. they could if they asked well, they, they might, you know, episode, you know. You know what, though? Instead of that, the, uh, you should get the, uh, the other relic, the destruction relic. To just, just destroy just kill us. It's knowledge, creation, Ambrosius destruction. Was like an artifice guy. Like, the, the, that was like, they were able to do that on like a technicality because Penny was, you know, a construct, right? I don't know, oh, maybe, not. yeah. I mean, he can. He's he's the creation guy. He can make anything, right? Yeah. Like that's the idea. He can make another version of Oscar using all the same blood, <laughs> but only Oscar. And he'll be like, "But Ozpin is like linked to his aura." And they'll be like, "Well, your creation guy uh-huh. create a difference." Mm-hmm. The thing or- where the, the the part of that scene where they come back in because you know Penny's like other body has just died and they want to get the, the the pathway to Vacuo going and he's like ah I see what you've done there that's quite clever really it was like quite funny it's like what if the opening gambit of Full Metal Alchemist just kind of worked rather than <laughs> really, went really badly and you know started a whole other plot it's um. The scene where um, Penny's robot dying, I feel Penny's robot body is dying, I feel is like appropriately kind of like gross and sad. Uh, It's really good. And then having her just go in like moment of life being watching herself die. Yeah, very good. Not only die, but like fail to support life, right? Yes. She does, yeah. She's not just killed or anything. Like she's li- literally like a non-viable life form. That's that's Hel- definitely going to be a source Hello? of trauma. Hello. 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 Oh, yeah, it's yeah, just yeah. like <laughs> I thought y'all couldn't hear us because multiple times people just started <laughs> talking at the same time. <laughs> uh, maybe it'd have been weird. I don't know. Um, there might be something weird with the connection. I don't know. Um. So Penny is human, apparently. That was not completely clear from the episode. Oh, yes. Really? I thought it was. But... I thought it was. Yeah, I thought it was also. I don't <laughs> see toes and immediately assume they can't be a robot. <laughs> I mean, what? they say they're going to take all her robot parts off and what will be left is like a, a soul. And he's like, I don't know what that's going to be. And it's a it's a girl. She, yeah. She's just she's just Pinocchio. She's just a girl. <laughs> yeah. That's a downgrade. Yeah, well, I like- don't really like this trajectory for Penny, particularly in that, like, I don't like the, oh, well, the real Penny was under there the whole time. Like, surely the real Penny what was Penny, right? Like, like is 
Yang's arm not the real Yang? Yeah. Like, Yang implies so that that is true. Yeah, actually. Yang, Yang says that exact thing. And like, <laughs> yeah, why? It's like, but we had a whole thing where like you rejected the arm and then you accepted the arm. But now it's just it's just extras apparently. It's just extras. Which kind of kind of undercuts the whole, you know, Yang viewing herself as less of a person because she lost her arm. Like, is the the true Yang's arm is somewhere else? I guess. And so the so then Yang feeling like she had diminished in her personhood after losing her arm is now like the message because she literally has less of her now because the arm the new arm is extra. Yeah, I think this is this is the show getting sort of like muddled with its message of why it's a good thing that Penny is human now. I guess yeah. like the, the the robot arm and the robot body are different metaphors being used differently. Well, they were used at the same time. So. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's where it gets confusing. <laughs> but cool. in in season four, it was a different metaphor. <laughs> I have a question. Yeah, how does Pinocchio end? Is he like a real boy at the end of that movie? Yes. Okay. So I guess that's what they're going for, is just that. But mm-hmm. it, yeah, it is muddled when, like, you have Yang say, yeah, just like my arm sucks. <laughs> yeah, the difference is the difference is Pinocchio is unique in that he was like a wooden boy who came to life because of a soul. Uh, assuming, like, presumably there's more robots in the world, or there could be more robots in the world. Are they all like Penny? No. Do they all just generate souls over time? Or yeah. is Penny just Pietro, special? Pietro gave yeah. uh, the aura, right? That's like... That's yeah. what's different about her is that her her creator infused her with a part of his aura to give her you know life and a soul. That's and also like, why he has anime coughing disease. Yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah. And will probably die soon. Or maybe maybe seeing her turn into a real girl will you know make him even more alive. Who knows? If, if I mean, but the, it's just messy because like the idea that he can split his soul up and make other like unique individuals who are not him is like weird. It's yeah. just weird to follow the logic down. The show's not interested in that, but it doesn't... I mean, it, it's come up multiple times the way that you can use technology to interface with the soul. Like, we, they had, like, a machine that could do it and put your soul in another body. <laughs> you know what would be really funny? Because he, he, like, kind of, like... He kind of Chekhov's gun, like, I can't... I can bring Penny back one more time, but I can't... Like, I would be out of aura and I would die then if I did it again. Mm. It would be really funny if next episode cutaway to Pietro is dead. <laughs> I think that it's implied that the aura got taken out of the robot body. I know. Yes. It would just be really funny if he was like, well, to do it, I had to use more aura, so I just took some from Pietro. <laughs> they get back and Pietro's a robot somehow. <laughs> Pietro's a robot and has the virus. <laughs> So the Penny that died is what Penny would be like without an aura. Yes. Just pure robot. Yes. Kind of sucks. I wouldn't do it. Thinking about it at this, like, distance, it's weird. Because I I I liked these episodes. I liked them quite a lot. But the things I remember the most about them are the bits that I didn't like. Which are this character trajectory for Penny. And also the whole... Like, the whole thing with Winter. Like... The, the the way that she moves between these episodes and like changes changes sides between scenes is like very strange. Yeah, it, it it felt weird where it's been the thing they've been building up to um this whole time and still feels very sudden because like so 
as they're as quote unquote Penny is flying to go see uh, Ironwood at the vault. Uh, excuse me. Um, Penny is flying there, quote unquote, and then it turns out to be Emerald. Right before, like as she's flying, Nora pauses the episode and it's like it's going to be Emerald and a bunch of uh, hooligans. Um, because John's going to boost her aura so that she can use her semblance on multiple people without yes. distress. It was before the when that was when Ironwood had his fucking bad super soaker. Yeah, that was so that scene is so good where he like has the fucking hyper cannon thing. And then the he points it at Penny dumb. and said he can put handcuffs on her. And then he puts the handcuffs on her. Immediately he's like, Phew, puts the cannon down and goes into dad mode instantly. Very funny. <laughs> very, very funny. But yeah, like, it's like a really good moment as Emerald is just there. And then, like, I literally didn't realize that Winter had switched sides for a second. Yeah. Like, it just wasn't immediately apparent i was like oh wait was she just throwing icicles at him and i was like oh i knew we've been going in this direction but it happened off camera like the- yeah so they the, it's it's weird it's another kind of like weird uh like sort of uh, plotting choice i guess similar to the thing that we were talking about where we thought raven was going to come back for an episode and then she didn't like they try to set something up with the sort of what's not said between the shots and then what actually comes out of them is kind of surprising, right? Like, but not in, perhaps not in, like, an effective way, sort of in a disorienting way. So, like, she... So, uh, Ironwood announces at the, at the end of episode 10 that he's gonna nuke... He's threatening to nuke Mantle. And then they're going back to talk to the rest of the Aesops. And Winter says that... Winter, like, talks to him like, oh, you, you weren't serious, right? And he's like, no, I was serious. And she's like, oh, okay. And she's, like, shocked by that. And then he threatens to kill the dog guy after he talks about how Marrow. We like, talk Marrow, about that guy right? way too much. Yeah. He's in a lot of the show. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I said what I said. He talks about he talks about the police being like a collar, which is great. Uh, and then Ironwood is about to kill him and Winter saves his life. And then we learn in the next episode that immediately after that happened, she decides to swap sides. But there's not really much more, I don't know. I mean, the episode is really invested in like this Ocean's Eleven style reveal of like, oh, this is all part of their elaborate plan. But they do it in like five minutes, and th- there's no like that's the thing that needs like setup and payoff. Yeah, like they you can't just like so quick, pull the be- twist and then reveal like, right, that it was yeah, all the a, a scheme. They, they blow the fu- the twist of the fight really, really quickly, and then the rest of it is this whole you know Ocean's Eleven thing, which is not that effective because it's not been set up particularly effectively. Hmm. Well, uh, and they do also, it so quick because the last ten minutes of the episode then have to be them talking to Ambrosius, and like, I don't mind that stuff, but they do talk to him for a very long time. They show up and they're like, "Yeah, we listen to Idle Thumbs. We know what we're doing." <laughs> <laughs> um, I think if I was Rooster Teeth, what I would have done instead is like, um have winter go have the showdown with the aesops and like let emerald and the kids fight ironwood by themselves i feel like that would have been better if you gave like if you didn't have winter trying to like make a play and instead just winter goes and confronts the aesops um and then you cut away to i i I wouldn't know exactly how you structure it but i think that's better than the thing that they did (laughs) 
I mean, I, they just need more time. Like yeah. this, this season spent so many episodes on the party split and everyone's fighting with each other and none of that ends up mattering. Um, it matters a little bit. It matters during that scene with uh, Ren and Nora at the, in the middle of episode 11, but that's like... Where Nora, where Nora is consigned to the fate of Compet for the rest of time. <laughs> <laughs> Something's gonna happen. She's gonna do something next season. We okay. <laughs> you can't you can't say that with Ruby because you know it's not true. <laughs> I think a thing will happen next season. I so we I don't know what to make of Nora's character right now. Because they keep having the the person in trans flag colors running around saying, I don't know myself. I feel like I have to figure out who I am. And I, I don't know how to read it. I just cannot process it at all because I don't know what level Rooster Teeth is operating on. They might Surf- be operating on a level surface heretofore level. unseen. <laughs> which is surface level. No one would, ex- would expect it. <laughs> Yeah, they would only have had to watch Ruby to expect it, you know? (laughs) But it's like... They they reconcile and then they do that head bump thing that Blake and Yang did in episode 10. Mm Mm-hmm. A lot of head bumping in this show. (laughs) Yeah, head booping, please. No, that was a separate thing. Why is Ren in this show more than Blake is? I feel like I've said that four times now, but I just want to It's an know. ensemble show. They have to change focus sometimes. But Ren is they, boring. Yeah, when is it changing back to Blake? Is it going to be in another four years? I mean, probably soon, because we're going to get Sun back in the show. Oh, that's not the reason I want to move focus back to Blake. You know, to, to but it all about Sun. <laughs> but Sun is the character who has a connection to Blake, so Blake will therefore be dragged into the spotlight. <laughs> I just feel you shouldn't have to drag her into the spotlight. She's one of the main characters. She's in the name of the show. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. I don't have more than that. I don't know. <laughs> Look, right now we're dealing with the 16 characters from this side of the world. <laughs> and some of them will be left behind soon, probably. You, you, you can't say that with that level of confidence. You just can't. <laughs> you really think Pietro and Calavera are going to go to Vacuo and like they, hang out? They're not with in them? the show right now. They're not in the show right now. Don't, don't say that like that's true. Yeah, who's okay? Who's in the show right now? Let's. Like, I want to get. Like, are we going to leave Ren and Jean behind? I don't think we are. No. Right. Well then. <laughs> but the happy huntresses are not going to be in the show anymore. We'll find the Aesops are not going to. The Aesops are not going to be in the show anymore. Maybe Scarlet David and the other guy will be in the show more. But like Scarlet David and the other guy. Yeah, the other two members of Sun's team. Besides Sun. Okay. And okay. I never remember the quiet guy's name. It's an S name. Hmm. Uh, but you know, we're gonna leave most of the fucking Atlas characters behind after this season. They've got shit to do. They've got a whole, like, you know, all of the Atlas characters are going with them to Vacuo. (laughs) That is true. That is literally. Yeah, but they're not going with them to Vacuo to the next relic. 
They're gonna try. They're they. It's a population of two capital cities. Like they have to manage their shit. They Are have we- to stay behind and like. Here's a huge fucking refugee population. Like that's has, where has, has Ruby dropped a single character other than Sun since season four? I don't. I don't know if that's true. I mean, like characters phase out and come back. Like you know, Tyrion and Cinder and Cinder wasn't there for a while. Tyrion left the season, left the show for a yeah, while. Yeah, sometimes sometimes Kicking people and get on. You know, flying crafts and excellent yeah. season. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but like, you know, the. <laughs> but like, but like these these like you know main. I, I want to say like main level character because the thing is that the main main characters actually get less screen time than they do. Like, when is a, a you know a Jean level, a Ren level, Nora level character going to end up like being dropped? Like, you know, I mean, some never get quite that high, but. <laughs> I mean, when they get killed, right? Like that's like, why Penny maybe. left. I I just I just want Ren and like I guess Nora has to go with them at this point the way they've write, written this but like this show's called Ruby I'd like to, it to be about those four characters yeah right <laughs> Ruby and Yang have a conversation in this uh, in these two episodes and one it was a really good conversation I got a lot out of it as like a person who likes the show and also it made me feel like. These two characters have talked less than Ren has talked to everyone in the cast. <laughs> Especially since this season, Ren's whole thing is now he's able to tell everyone what they're thinking to advance the plot. And it's just, it's not good. Like, he's got Deanna Troy syndrome. It's time to write him out of the show. I think the best, the best, like, outcome for the next season of this show is that so Nora can decide who she is away from Ren, Ren leaves and Nora stays. That's 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 I think probably the best we can hope for. Well, you know, that's maybe what I thought go. this was going to. Well, maybe Ren will stay behind to help with like all the atlesians. Yeah, because he can like, you know, help with emotion stuff. He can help shield people from Grimm sometimes. Like, so when you say you, stay so- behind, they're all going to Vacuo, right? Yeah, but they're not all gonna take the 3,000 people and march them all up to the school to get the next relic. The right, plot will move on. But so, I, feel, I feel like the, 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 the point that it's a large refugee population whose shit is gonna have to get sorted out is a reason the show will focus on it, not ignore it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is what I... Ruby is the show that is going to spend an entire season having... Team Ruby negotiate with the president of Vacuo about how to handle this refugee population. No, I th- That's I think what three show this max, has become. I just think it's not, they're not just going to be like, okay, we're done with them. Let's go and do the next thing. Three episodes is being like, okay, we're done with them for Ruby. <laughs> I'm just saying. I, I think it's going to end up eating up the whole season if they I think, just I think drop it. It's not going to happen. I think if you look at the seasons that we've had so far, I think. That's pretty generous. Like, we only really started caring about these people, sort of... I guess beginning of... Maybe beginning of last season? Yeah, never mind. The sort of, like... I mean, the time inflation of this season versus the last one has been pretty serious, right? Like, yeah. this season has covered about two or three days' worth of events. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a, there's a line really early in episode 11 where... Um, Ruby says, then we're in the same place we were yesterday before we split the parties or whatever. And it's like, oh my god, that was only one day. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think that, like, 
this is a, a, a turning point where they can refocus the show if they choose to. Will they? This is the Ruby bamboozlement every season. You're like, <laughs> ah, anything is possible. We're in the last three episodes. A lot of stuff's about to happen. Sick fights. You're like, finally, Ruby's back on track. It's never back on track. I feel like if we hadn't been playing Apex for the last month, you wouldn't have said the word bamboozle right now. <laughs> I, I would. I probably would have. I don't know. Ruby's trick. <laughs> I mean, you know, for all of that, like, I think, I don't know, I think this season has gone in a pretty pretty good direction from the last I one. liked this yeah. whole season. Yeah. Maybe one or two You can listen episodes, back to this but... podcast and know that that is not true because a lot of this season was dire. Yeah, but that was also true of the last season. Like, I feel yeah, like this, this, this is like this. This is Ruby. Yes. I feel yes. like the floor of this season is so much higher than the floor of last season. Yeah, definitely. Well, yeah, they didn't do they didn't do a false flag Russian hacker election in this season of Ruby. And I, I feel like the floor of this season was higher than season six. I could be wrong about that, but my gut is like, I am... Season uh, six was strong. I am... I have had episodes where I'm frustrated with the show, but I feel like the show is... The show is watchable, which was not true last time. You know... Like, I can't think of a time I've been, like, mad mad. I'm just kind of, like, irritated at various habits that the show no, writers I feel like have. we were just, like, you know, I mean, we were just, like, bored for the first few episodes, right? And then it picked up, and then it was good. Whereas, like, the last time we were bored for the first, like, six full episodes, and then the seventh episode was the worst thing any of us had ever seen. <laughs> and, then, and then in episode ten, they're like, oh, we decided to make it good now. And we're like... <laughs> like, it's... Like, they always decide to make it good in episode 10, but, like, they didn't... It wasn't quite so dire throughout the rest of this. Um, This one has... This season has been kind of middling at times. Mm-hmm. I thought um, the season's been pretty good, but... I, I just I, mean, I feel like Ruby's feels long in the tooth about establishing a new status quo. Um, yeah. Cause it's been like three seasons of this build, like this particular thing. And I just am ready for something else. Yeah. That's, yeah, fair. that's, that's true. That's fair. Um, uh, we'll get ready for desert palettes. <laughs> also, also the idea that we've had three seasons of build to fucking Ambrosius is very funny in abstract. <laughs> just. <laughs> Big bimbo creation guy. <laughs> yeah, they had three years to work out what this relic did, and they decided fake Matt Mercer voice. <laughs> we had to stop and look up to see if it was Matt Mercer because I w- I swore it was Matt Mercer. <laughs> well, it's fake Matt Mercer. Is he doing a Robin Williams? Can't tell. He did a reference. He did at least one intentional reference. Yeah. So I was like kind of squinting. I'm like, is this a Robin Williams? Because it... I don't know. I feel Also, like... he's got weird smooth dick. It made me really uncomfortable every time it was on screen. <laughs> I'd honestly rather they did a Dr. Manhattan. <laughs> You're not gonna doc- um, put Dr. Manhattan in shows for 12-year-olds! I know! The, the, I just the credit- hate the smooth dick thing. <laughs> the credits of this episode having Ambrosius right up against Jen, it's like, oh, you just made, like, Ken Doll and Barbie, yeah. like, blue people. It's yeah. really upsetting. Yeah, it's really, really quiet. <laughs> Makes it does ask the question like what do the other two look like? Yeah, <laughs> are they also blue people? 
Will they they be, have will to they be, be at this like point. A foot taller each time. Is that what will happen? Like, <laughs> will the next two be like a fat person and a child, just to make them all have different silhouettes? One of them's a dog. Ooh, yeah, is I that destruction or um, like... or is that destruction or choice? Is the dog uh, choice? Well, one of them is going to be a faunus. No, a because faunus be didn't exist when the gods left the relics. What? God. The lore of Ruby. <laughs> what? Faunus evolved after the reset. What? The gods didn't make Faunus. I feel like this happens every time. <laughs> every every yeah. single episode, we, le- we someone remembers something <laughs> like irreconcilable about. Because it was just humans. It was just humans before like the Wait. reset. So <laughs> sorry. What? <laughs> so Faunus were just. People evolved to have cat ears. I think at some point they could. I don't definitely... know if you know this, Orton, but that's how people evolved to have like anything, just in general. <laughs> Fine, I will. I will double check. Oh my god, where did Faunus come from? <laughs> where did Faunus come how from? Faunus formed. I don't mean the word Faunus. I know where the word came from. <laughs> Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. This is just describing what they are. The god of animals is a shape-shifting Faunus deity in the stories of the Shallow Sea and the Judgment of Faunus. Um, two Faunus creation myths and remnant. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh... It seems like maybe we don't know. Yeah. Uh, it's implied that the Faunus gods might be the the deity brothers in disguise. Okay. What? <laughs> That's dumb. That's dumb. That, that is dumb. And I don't... In disguise by putting on a pair of bunny ears? Clark Kent wears glasses. Like, it's easy. <laughs> no, that's... The the disguise part is not bothering me. The, like, I just want to know what the disguise was. <laughs> I mean, they're described as um, shapeshifters. A wise and noble figure, while mankind stories portray them as a trickster who's not to be trusted. But yeah. Maybe, but I thought that they evolved after the fact. I thought that was the case. Anyway... Um, did we get, how, did y'all have any feelings about the Ruby and Yang conversation? I liked it, but I didn't have much to say about it, I don't I, think. I liked it. I think, uh, I, I, I liked, I liked, you know, Ruby being, like, genuinely, like, down and out about stuff is cool. You don't really get to see that very often. And, like, uh, I do think that the, the conclusion that, you know, we saw, so wait, so did, did, did the person inside the, the, Grim Hound. Do they have silver eyes? Is that yes? Right. Yes. Okay. But like the the conclusion that Ruby jumps to that that's probably what happened to Summer is like that feels like a bit of a reach. I feel like that's I don't know. I feel like that's something. Yeah, I feel like it's just not going to turn out to be true. There's no way that they would do that to Summer. Like as writers, like that's not what you yeah. do with that character. Yeah. They they've got some other card to play. Also, Salem literally looked in the camera and said, "I'm trying something new with this one." So maybe Summer fucked off to the moon. 
I doubt that. <laughs> you know? Who can maybe, say? Maybe they did a Dr. Manhattan with it. <laughs> <laughs> maybe she's got a big blue penis. <laughs> also, I guess I guess Raven just wasn't there. I guess I just thought Raven was there and she wasn't, which means that Crow got to the other side of the room really quickly. <laughs> We're over Birdgate. <laughs> Yeah, well, this wasn't this like two episodes ago. What? Like... I know. I just I was still confused, and I was hoping that this whatever. <laughs> um, anything else that we haven't covered in these two episodes? I want to know who falls so bad. Well, next week we'll find out. Um, Remember this old art style? Remember this from episode one? Oh God! Um, to... who's Hoobie? No. <laughs> I don't have to do a who's Hoobie. <laughs> what if we just, uh, you know, uh, guess that it's Jacques Chenier? It's not, and we we can go have dinner. <laughs> that sounds good. I'm fine with that. Yeah, we just ask ten times whether it's Jacques Schnee. <laughs> <laughs> Jacques, Jacques Schnee gets, gets like, one line in these two episodes, and Weiss looks at him like, you had lines? You mean Winter. Whitley. Whitley, yeah. <laughs> Whitley has a line. Oh, Jacques Schnee Jacques does get one line. line. Yes. And but Winter's like, I was going to leave you to die, but Weiss is a better person than me. And I was, I popped for that. I was like, yeah, kill his ass. Uh, I do appreciate the show has not forgotten about uh, Willow and uh, Whitley. I hope they do something with these characters. Oh, they, they have now. Right. That was their send off. I I, oh. I appreciate I, I, it was it was they, that can't be true because everyone's going with them the vacuo <laughs> everyone's gonna be around next season. <laughs> I I liked, it was it was neat to have them there while they were all coming to their you know realization about the risk of trust right because those are all people they've risked mm-hmm. trusting I liked that. Yep. Mm-hmm. I'm just thinking about I'm just thinking about this this messy you know aura is personhood metaphor and I mean I guess it is consistent with if if we ignore the whole thing about the arc with Yang's arm and and that just like not really working within the show it like it fits with that all that stuff they're doing where everyone like points and laughs at Cinder for having grafted Grim onto her arm right because she can't like uh, she can't shield it with her aura so you know. Every, 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 all the, even all the evil people are like that was a stupid idea but uh, but then can Yang not protect her arm with aura I don't, I don't know I I will say at, as a person who is foolishly very invested in shipping in these in this show um there, there are some good uh, Ruby Penny content in in this. They have to rename the ship. What, they, what was the ship before? It was Nuts and Dolts. So, <laughs> unless something escalates, <laughs> they have to change it. <laughs> uh, Penny hugging everyone now that she's uh, a real girl is good. That was, I, yeah, that's the sh- that's show good. should be more of a cartoon and less of like a grim dark anime. It'd yeah. be better for it. <laughs> I really also liked the scene of Jean being like, 
oh, you two are going to have, like, a relationship conversation. Let me just fuck off real quick. Like, I like when the show gets, like, kind of chibi and goofy. Um, and yeah, Penny, like, teleporting from girl to girl in different poses is just good. <laughs> yeah, that was good. It's it's much better than the chibi ruby we got in episode one. You remember that? Where she turns mm-hmm. 2D? She does turn 2D. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um... M, where can people find you online? You can find me online at uh, em underscore being on Twitter, and you can listen to Abnormal Mapping at thebestgame.club. We're going to have an episode about uh, Ocarina of Time coming out very soon, if not already out by the time this comes up. This sounds like a nice breezy episode, like 40 minutes. It's two hours and something, probably about two and a half <laughs> with all the music in it. So, Curly, how about you? You can find me online at twitter.com slash curl underscore e underscore brace or twitch.tv slash curl e brace the former there's tweets at the latter there's video game streams uh, at both <laughs> of those places you find Rush Jet Radio which is a podcast I do with Nora uh, about Mega Man we got a, an episode about Mega Man 5 coming out on Monday right? yeah that'll be oh uh, which one's 5? is 5 Dr. Cossack or is that Breakman? okay Breakman's Man's three. No, Freeze just Doctor Wily, isn't it? Breakman is. Oh yeah, yeah, three. yeah. Three's Three's Doc Robot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is, is five? No, five is another Mega Man. Five, yeah, five, five, yeah, five, yeah. I, I, you listen to the episode, but you know, it was, it was another Mega Man <laughs> they, game. They made another one. Mm-hmm. Uh, that'll um, be at Twitter.com/slash/RestJetRadio. Autumn, where can people find you online? You can find me on Twitter at Atomal underscore coffee. I got my podcasts and my pins tweet. Um, on the Patreon, exportodd.io, um, I just put up a new episode of Hot Singles, which was four hours long. <laughs> um, Five-star run times. It'll be out in the public feed on Thursday, but uh, yeah. Also on the Patreon, we have a goal set, and when we hit it, I will be making a new patron-exclusive podcast about Marble Hornets. So, if you're interested in that, give us money. It'll be small chunks fired at you very quickly, twice a week. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's going to be spooky and fun. Uh, Marble Hornets is cool. I remember really liking it. I don't know if it holds up, but I remember really liking it. This is exactly where I'm approaching it from. (laughs) I made it, like, maybe... Between a halfway and two-thirds through what eventually was the 87 episodes, I think. Um, back in, like, 2011, maybe? 2012-ish? Um, and then uh, I never finished it. And certainly didn't finish the thing that that guy made afterward, which I don't think he finished either. Mm-hmm. I think that that spiritual successor project didn't finish or something like that but uh, i used to be really big into all of those different like slender series slender man stuff so uh you find me on twitter at neither nora and until next time keep keep it it rubio Rubio. Just a child, surprised when they find out that a warrior will 
Life of fairy tale that's full of charm. Beware.